Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Planted and Growing with Christina and... And my name is Grace. (laughs) (laughs) Just to get that out of the way. (laughs) Yeah. No formal intro, so... Not needed either, but we tend to not introduce ourselves as well, so... Yeah. There we go. It's done. Present. Hello. Present. (laughs) What are we talking about today? Today we are talking about veganism. It's a subject matter that Grace and I know a lot about. (laughs) Or we have practice with, at least. (laughs) Yeah. You know... Well, I don't even know if it has to do with, like, knowing, but you're experienced, I suppose. Oh, man. Yeah. This is such a a beautiful moment for me because I have been vegan for 10 years this month. That's insane. So to be talking about it and be able to, like, reflect and talk about the origin story where it all all vegan. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Were you saving that? Yeah. Yeah, That's good. Definitely. That's good. Yeah. A couple of years ago, I used to celebrate my vegan vegan anniversary and host vegan potlucks and someone wrote me a greeting card and she's like, you have to tell us how it all began. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, you were so adorable. That is so cute. I love that. So tell us then. I want to know. Oh, yes. Okay. So I came to veganism in 2009, and I had no idea what it was. Um, I was reading a book from the health food section, like the health section of a bookstore for a book report for school. Oh, okay. So I was like this dumb general education uh, health class, and one of the projects was to read a book and write a book report. I was like, I'm in, anyway, I'm I'm (laughs) at a four-year university, this is like, yeah. but this book changed my life, so, Mm -hmm. wow. So I thought that it was like just me reading a book, and then it told me more about, um, you know, consuming meat and dairy and what that does to your body, so I kind of came to it from a um, perspective of I didn't really want those things in my body anymore, Right. and then it became more of like, I don't want animals to die Mm -hmm. and be put in my body either. Mm -hmm. So it was like from a health perspective and then also from an animal rights perspective, because also in 2009 is when my partner and I adopted our dog. So I read this book and immediately changed my perspective of there's no difference between this dog that I am obsessed with Mm -hmm. and all the other beings on this earth. Like all of us should have a right to live out a life. And so, and then I also learned about the environmental impact of veganism. And so that was like all a huge journey, but like that's the, like those are my reasons and I came to those reasons in different paces. Definitely. Um, And yeah, so I'm just, I'm a hardcore person sometimes. (laughs) And so I, I, um, after I finished the book, became vegetarian immediately. My last meal was, like, not even important to me. I had turkey in... It was, like, leftover turkey in a soup from the school cafeteria. And I was like, peace out. I don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> wow. Just from one day to the next? Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. To vegetarianism, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. But also to veganism. Like, I was, like, dairy kind of, like... I got kind of grossed out by it from what I read and I was like I don't really want to be consuming that either so I uh I just had like trouble with like baked goods there was like a Mm -hmm. birthday cake that I would participate in I was a college student that didn't have a lot of money so I'd buy a muffin 
Um, but then after that, I, after a year of that, I was like, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to call, I was calling myself 90% vegan. Yeah. <laughs> I've also been there too. <laughs> For yep. sure. Mm-hmm. And, um, and even at the time, I didn't even realize that alcohol could be un- not vegan. Oh, so yeah. I was drinking unvegan alcohol, not knowing it. And then the book didn't say anything about bees and honey. So I didn't realize that that wasn't vegan either. Um, so those were like my last like vegan fails and stuff. Mm. I, and my last piece of like purposely eaten dairy was cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory. And it was like not good after that. I was oh. like, because I had I, I was doing it for about a month, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna like reintroduce <laughs> to like, and I was like, what, what, why did we do that? It doesn't and, happen like that, unfortunately. And, then, and you can like be off of dairy for like a week or two weeks, and then it'll affect your digestion immediately when you bring it back into your system. So yep. that's pretty much what happened. Where I was like, oh, so this is where I draw the line right here. And that's <laughs> why when people are like, it's just. Uh this or it's just that like it's just egg noodles or it's just like you know a pastry with dairy in it i'm like you guys don't understand like it's not just the morals and it's not just the lifestyle at this point in time if i were to choose to eat that thing my stomach would hate me yeah it's tolerance exactly we're lactose intolerant exactly everybody is lactose intolerant until you become tolerant to it because you force your well you are forced slash you continue to eat this thing that eventually builds up a tolerance it's just like anything else mm-hmm. like like you said unless you're that animal and you need that milk coming from that other animal then it's never going to be tolerated like properly within the body and that's why people will fight it for so long until they just, re- they just realize like okay like i can't do this anymore or it's like every so often they'll like like suffer through it you know just to have the thing and like there's just so many other substitutes that you could go for that won't make you feel that way mm-hmm. like my best friend savannah who um just moved back to oregon uh when she, we we met at school which was in january and then she told me that i like inspired her to start thinking about what she was eating and she hasn't eaten meat in a few months now she occasionally has dairy and eggs but dairy is one of those things that she realizes that she's lactose intolerant and i don't know if i've ever given her given her the spiel about like well everybody's lactose intolerant but um i kind of just wanted her to like do it on her own and figure it out for herself and she was like breaking out really badly and her she already has like kind of stomach issues and so she had like a piece of pizza like a day before we left for a trip and like for two days she like was just not having it she was like not having a good time like in her stomach (laughs) I was like I can't believe that just one piece of pizza could do that to you but if I were to have that too it'd probably be even worse I don't remember the last time I consumed like a large quantity of cheese especially pizza but I will admit that I will always miss macaroni, che- macaroni and cheese and pizza. Like, those are the two things, in my opinion, that vegan versions of just don't do justice. But it's a, it's a work in progress. Okay, yeah. so 2009 vegan cheese versus I, 2019 ugh. vegan yeah, cheese. Yeah, I couldn't even you imagine. You wouldn't eat any of that either. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm appreciating the awareness of the effects in, of dairy on people now. Like, mm-hmm. it comes out in acne. I had a ton of acne during that period of time that cleared up because of dairy. And, and I didn't know that that was what was happening. But then after that, I reflected on it. And now there's more awareness that people are just going dairy-free. So when I was uh-huh. going vegan, and it was a word that a lot, not a lot of people knew about. Yeah. I'd had to constantly explain what veganism was. 
That's so weird. And so... I can't even imagine. I was literally 13 <laughs> in 2009, so I obviously didn't know what that was either. But people were like, oh, I get vegetarianism, but why veganism? And it's like digestion-wise, and there's just not a lot of awareness on what's happening to animals in the dairy industry. Yeah. And it's like a touchy subject, too, because people can take it personally, and it's like... Well, you can find your path to not, you can find your path to all of this yeah. one way or another. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, I found it pretty early on and I'm grateful for that. I've like, have seen so much progress in the oh, last yeah, 10 years. Oh yeah, it's everywhere it's, now I feel it's like. It's crazy. I see commercials and I'm like <laughs> laughing because yeah. I'm like, I would never saw this. Yeah. Well, I can see it coming now. I understand that like, I think that. We're all trying to come to a place as a world collective to make it better. Definitely. And I'm noticing that a lot of people are coming to veganism from environmental reasons. Yeah. Like, climate change is real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, our, and our impact is greatly influenced by our food choices, our consumption, and our waste and everything. Mm-hmm. And so it can start with, like, having less dairy and having less meat. and. Mm-hmm. Just kind yeah. of going on that path. Definitely. Yeah. For me, it wasn't anything that I had ever, I thought I was ever going to be. Same. Um, I actually had a few, I think, I think Mary Kate, my friend Mary Kate was the first person to be vegan in my life and going out to eat was like, so you're still vegan? Like that was like the question <laughs> I'd ask her like every time we went out to eat. It wasn't, I didn't intend to be condescending, but I'm sure it probably came off that way because I was one of those people that was like, I could never go vegan. I don't know how people do that. Right. Um, and Look then, at you now. I know, right? <laughs> but even then, like, I, it's been almost three years since I haven't eaten meat. Good. Um, and then I fully committed to veganism this year. Nice. So, like, I committed to veganism in 2017, but I, throughout these last, like, you know, year, throughout 2018 and the rest of 2017, because I believe it was in August or September of 2017, mm. um, I was also 90% vegan because mm-hmm. I was eating vegan, but I was eating fish. And that was mm-hmm. the only not vegan thing I was eating, but also whatever was in sushi, because that was, like, the only time I was eating fish was sushi. Right. Um, but then since you don't commit yourself, there's also times where, like, you'll you'll have a cookie or, like, you'll have a whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then that's why this year I wanted to fully commit to it. Um, and now I would say about probably 85 to 90% of everybody in my life is vegan or vegetarian. Like, I don't think I have a friend who eats meat. It's really cool because it's, it's so widespread now and it's so, you know, familiar now. And it's it makes it so easy to hang out with people. And I don't think that it would deter me from being friends with somebody or hanging out with somebody but it also does just kind of like I don't know it's a cool thing to have in common because it's something to talk about it's something to be interested like going to veg fest together like stuff like that you know and just like having a good time with vegan food um because it's truly like I don't know it's like any other like culinary thing just minus some other things, you know? Does that make sense? Oh, totally. I, you know, a lot of people come to veganism thinking that it's limited, but it's actually the opposite. The, like, plant kingdom is huge. Yeah, and there's you don't realize for that everything. until you are just eating the plant kingdom. Exactly. <laughs> it's just a little frustrating when there's some people, well, I don't know. It depends on, I, I always just say that people are a product of their environment. 
So, like, there's going to be people who, till the day you fucking die, will give you shit about what you choose not to eat. And Mm -hmm. it's like, why does this, this doesn't affect you in any way. Right. For example, when I was in Oregon, Savannah was hyping up this ramen restaurant, and I was, like, really stoked because I was like, vegan ramen, I love ramen. And we go there, and they only have egg noodles. So I would just, like, I politely declined. And I was, like, saving us seats. So we were, like, talking from, like, kind of across the bar restaurant thing. Um, And so, or the island, I should say. And so I walked over, and I was like, oh, like, I don't eat, you know, I'm vegan. Do you guys have any other options? And he was describing the stir-fry that he could make for me. Because they did have stir-fry on the menu, but they made it a specific way. And added some things for vegan people. And I was like, yeah, that sounds amazing. Thank you so much. I was super stoked on it because I love stir-fry, too. Um, and then when we sat down, her brother indirectly, because he didn't talk to me about it, he was talking to Savannah, like, really? Like, like, why why be so picky? You couldn't just, like, um, what did he say? Like, oh, you can man. just make an exception. Like, this one time, it's just egg. And I was like, look, man, if you're going to talk shit, say it to my face, first of all. <laughs> and number two, like, it has nothing to do with you. That wasn't... Um, like an over-the-top dramatic incident. I didn't make a big deal out of it. I politely declined and also was super like, you know, thank you so much for offering me this other thing. It sounds great. You know, it wasn't like I was standing there like, I can't believe you don't have, you know, like it was such not a big deal. It literally was like a two-minute interaction. That's irritating. Yeah, and so it's just like, I just don't get, I was just like, I'm not well, here for you to give me shit about what I'm going to eat or not eat. Like, I don't you're know. gonna get. Shit I was like, I already dealt with that with my own family for the first like year and a half. Like, it's endless. I mean, I just had uh, a new. I just got a new job this year, and I got teased a lot when we were on a work trip, and it, and it, it was interesting because, and they they're they're from a different culture, and so. I don't. It took them a long time to realize that it was getting under my skin and it was getting old. Yeah, it gets old real quick. And um, and I'm so I have my experience behind me to kind of I've had this experience before. This is how I'm going to act. Da, 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 da. And so I think that a good way is to get into the mindset of where are they, where are they in their perspective of the world if they're gonna start leaving comments and saying things to you about like you're not inconveniencing anyone and everyone was having a good time Mm -hmm. and so that's more his problem and and yeah yeah it's like it never has anything to do with me oh for sure I know but like it's always good to just have that that mindset shift and like don't let it work, work you up or yeah even, but no yeah it's it can be tough and really irritating and it can stick like yeah. it stays in your head you're like why yeah yeah exactly even the first day of our trip we went to visit her her great grandparents first in um victorville mm-hmm. and i don't know who this man was that was there i think he was some relative because her family is rather extensive and there's a lot of people even he or even savannah wasn't entirely sure how he was related to her i think it was like her great aunt's husband or something like that mm-hmm. i don't know but this guy was just awful like uh said many inappropriate and unwanted comments uh involving like politics and just like mm. weird stuff like that and he was like one of those people that you just look at and you know that like, he like voted for trump mm-hmm. you know like you can just tell mm-hmm. and um he like came behind us and i guess somehow someone said something about like what we ate or what we choose to eat 
and we were eating avocado toast and he like comes up and number one starts eating our avocado like i was like okay it wasn't something like i was eating that or something right. and then number two is like i love animals they taste great and i was like dude literally nobody asked you like no, we weren't talking about it no one was saying anything about it in that moment like nobody asked <laughs> i was like who is this man and why does he feel like he can say like I don't know. Wow. That's that's another thing that's been really difficult um, this past year, getting older too and just kind of realizing what you believe in is just having feeling like you need to defend yourself, mm-hmm. like having all these opinions and all of these things that you believe in and that you're for and having your reasons and feeling like they're genuine and they actually make sense and there's all and there's also like scientific evidence behind most of the things that you believe in and then to have people just come in and just like, I don't know, kind of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like penetrate your barrier almost. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it feels really exhausting sometimes and that's why I choose like not to comment. Like I didn't say anything in that moment because they feel the same way about their opinions. And so at the end of the day, everything is just opinions and it doesn't matter who believes in what. I just think that all that matters is that you are doing what you think is best and what aligns with your beliefs. And so I'm going to continue to do what I think um, you know, what feels best for me and what I believe in and stuff. And truth is truth. And at the end of the day, I don't need to defend something that is true, you know, mm-hmm. because it's there and they, be, they believe it or they don't. Mm-hmm. And that, I'm not up. That's not up to me to defend that. That's just the ego wanting to be like, no, I'm right. You know? And so it's definitely a thing that I have to kind of pull back from sometimes and just like, let it be. You know, because mm-hmm. it gets kind of difficult when, you know, people say stuff like that. And it's just like the human race thinks it's so superior to everything and anything. And if something can't speak the same language or be understood the same way as humans, then they just immediately get like a tier lower than humans. And that's just I don't see it that way. Just like you said, I think all living beings are equal, including like fish and stuff like that. So who am I to take away their life when every being that is alive has the right and wants to live Mm -hmm. like the right to live and wants to live right you know it's interesting um i guess coming to veganism in 2019 versus 2009 is like there's a lot of hostility against vegans nowadays and there's a lot of negativity in veganism too so when people are exposed to veganism in a negative way where someone's being really aggressive um, about their viewpoint, then it can just turn people off to it entirely. And so... You mean, like, vegans defending themselves and why they're vegan and stuff? And just the vegan... Or just, like, people who are just being aggressive on the internet about, like, their viewpoints as a vegan and then people receiving that as, like, Mm. this is no... There's no way for me to go into veganism when people are acting like that. Like, the negative vegans. Like, they're Mm -hmm. so... Yeah. They're so present. And that puts like a almost like a general standpoint on how people view vegans. vegans. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that's a big difference between like there's there's a lot in the media about how veganism is bad and it's because the media is threatened by veganism. And yeah. then there's a lot more people who are aware of veganism now and now they're being, being more threatened by it. Yeah. And like Just you were like saying, though. the dairy companies that want to <laughs> legally change plant milk to like a different word because right. they th- they think that milk is just from animals when that's 
And then there's this new study going out that red meat isn't as bad as people actually said it was. And it's like, no, that's just like this industry trying to get you to think a different way. So when people were like, smoking cigarettes are bad, there was a lot of backlash. And it's now we're saying, you know, this is a good way to live your life. Less meat and less dairy. Yeah, it's not saying that like if you have it like once a week it's going to kill you but it's the excessive amounts in the united states specifically that people consume and the processed meats and everything involving like cooking it and the way it's made and where it's coming from and that's what's bad about it you know obviously anything in excess is going to be bad but it's not like you can you know you you have like one piece of meat a week or something and you're like gonna die but at the same time everything builds up and so definitely yeah so i think people just need to do their own research definitely and i think that that when people ask me about my vegan journey i answer their questions i speak to their level i'm not going to be aggressive and like try to get you on the side and i think it just comes from like you know for me, just, like, in my life, I like to just lead lead by example. I don't want to tell people what they need to be doing. I want to have an example of what a vegan person is, a low-waste person is, etc. And so um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> but, damn it. What was I just saying? I don't know. I was too, I was too present in what you, you were saying. Oh, right. <laughs> Um, this happens so often. I you're not aggressive, and you you lead by oh, example. Right, right, right. Yeah. So when someone asks me about veganism, I, I come at it at, from a peaceful place, and oh, and I want people to just there's so much information out there for people to understand this on their own. Like, right. That's what I did was I understood this on my own, and I came to the journey on my own, and everyone can do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm going to add something really quick before I forget that that is something that I tend to struggle with in Mm -hmm. general is leading by example, even though I know that that's the most effective because when I do it unintentionally, I I notice people start to follow. Mm -hmm. Um, But when it's like forced or reinforced or like I make like, um, like, I don't know, jokes about it or something like also, for example, during this eight day trip with Savannah, she doesn't eat meat anymore, but she still eats eggs and the dairy thing is kind of falling off. But like, she knows what happens to baby male chicks when they are born and she feels terrible about it. And she like voices that to me often. And she's like, I can't believe how that's a thing, blah, blah, blah. But yet she'll still eat eggs. And Mm -hmm. so in my, in my mind, I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense. Like, why would you say that? But then not make, yeah, Mm -hmm. but then not make the connection and do the thing. But that's not my place to say and I had to bring it up to her at one point because it was like bothering me so badly and it tends to be like the people that I'm closest with and that I'm around the most Mm -hmm. when they're not doing something that in my eyes I feel like doesn't make sense or that they should or should not be doing then I get like really annoyed by it and again that's not my place and I realize that everybody's journey is their own and I took three years to fully commit to veganism. And so who am I to say anything else? Right. It's because I'm in the place I'm at right now and that I have made the connection that I feel like that should be different or that person should do what they say that they want to do. So why aren't they doing it? You know, totally. and that is like the, that is one of my pet peeves with myself is the pet peeve that I have of people not <laughs> doing what they say they're going to do or not, um, 
following up to their word or something like that. For sure, and no, complaining about things that you could fix essentially is like one of my biggest pet peeves. But I get I understand because that. you come from a place yeah. that you have a pet peeve about yourself. And exactly, one hundred percent. I've talked to you about this many times before. It's like I always just like you know I know it's all mirroring and right. stuff like that. So. Right. I mean, I can't even say anything because I have had um, eggs. I had like two eggs in like a matter of a week or like a few couple, three weeks ago. Um, and I know they were from like a farm, like, you know, an actual farm and they weren't caged or anything. So that made me feel better. But then, so then who am I to say like Savannah, like, why are you eating eggs? <laughs> you know? Right. So then when I'm going to finally come back to that place of like, bitch, who are you? Like, why are you saying, or why do you feel these ways when that's not your place? And I'm like, okay, I need to step back and realize everybody's journey is perfect the way it is. And that Mm -hmm. I can make a difference by doing this for myself. So if I don't want her to eat eggs, I should stop eating eggs, you know, (laughs) obviously. And I don't, I mean, those, like, like I said, I've only, I can count on my one hand, the amount that I've had this year, um, like willingly. And every time it's, I'm very underwhelmed. So I don't know why I keep doing it, but (laughs) I can really switch you to not wanting to eat eggs again, but um, I, that actually makes me think I can turn that up like 100 because I was vegan for probably like six years or so before Keith became vegetarian, so or my partner Keith, and so I like had that struggle all the time where I'm like. I am so hardcore vegan. I'm Miss Vegan Girl because I'm the only vegan. Yeah, and you're you're still doing this stuff yeah and so it's it's uh it's it's really cool that you have a community around you that doesn't eat a lot of meat and dairy um but it is definitely a struggle to to watch other people's journeys for sure I completely can relate to that and yeah I just it takes a lot of it takes a lot it just sucks because instead of me being like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you that you're like doing this mm-hmm. for yourself, I'm, I find the one thing to be <laughs> mad about. And it's like, come on, like, you, you should it. be cheering for, the, for these people and their, and their realizations and their process and their journeys. You and know? then, yeah, and it, I think it'll take a while too for you to like see that because even like in your, in your present moment, five years from now, you're probably going to have even bigger community around you who oh, eat yeah. less meat and dairy. Totally. Um, but that I remain, remembered that when you were saying that you wanted other people to come to the journey on their own, I think, and then for people to do their own research, um, one of the things that comes to mind is, or one of the things that you were saying earlier was that the, you can have some meat and have some dairy. And I just, there's just one clarification that I'd like to make that there's a lot of, and just from like a health perspective, there's a lot of cholesterol in meat and dairy. Yes. And zero cholesterol in plants. Yes. And so, um, and then you make cholesterol in your body. So you make cholesterol in your body and it, you can start to consume more and more cholesterol on and top of it. And it builds up. Yeah, and yeah. then it builds up. So yeah. even if you're doing it from for a limited amount of meat and dairy, it can still build up. Like there's a lot of 30-day, 21-day vegan challenges where people can start feeling completely different when you cut it out completely. Um, so, and one, the one that I would recommend is Colleen Patrick Goudreau. She has a vegan challenge. Um, and, and she was one of, she was very intr- instrumental for the beginning of my vegan journey because she has a very expansive podcast. 
that I would highly recommend. Um, And, you know, the podcast episode titles, I would just, like, click through to whatever I wanted to listen to. Um, And it's just, like, a huge library. But um, that's a good way to get more information and to, like, you know, kind of switch up your diet to, to... because once you start eating better, you start oh, yeah. feeling better. So even if it's not for the animals, if it's not for the environment, yeah. and if it's not like it's for, for your brain, others, <laughs> it's for you and yeah. your body and your mm-hmm. brain. And I do, I have noticed that um, from the time I went vegan, started meditating, started exercising more, my memory has improved tenfold. Like I can remember things that I never thought I'd be able to remember. Like I, I remember. Um, few weeks ago, I, I woke up and the first thing that came into my mind was a memory from me and my childhood best friend from when we were like maybe nine to 11 years old, like dancing in her garage downstairs. And I hadn't thought about that in forever. And I remembered like the assistant whose desk we would play at, um, her dad's assistant, April. And like, I, I did not ever like- That rem- memory has never been in your head before? No, That's just crazy. randomly randomly out of nowhere and I was like what that was so weird and so I texted her about it she's like oh my god I literally just talked to April for the first time in years and like I don't know I thought it was it wasn't coincidental because I don't believe in coincidence I know everything is like sync you know synchronized but I just thought it was crazy I was like what it's fun though yeah like what what sparked that memory to just pop up into my mind out of nowhere um I did tell you about that show called The Mind Explained, Mm -hmm. and they have an episode on memory. It's very interesting. Yeah. I love it, too, because Emma Stone's a narrator, and I just love her voice. And it's only 20 minutes long, so it's not, like, super hard to follow or get into because each episode is only 20 minutes. So there's only four or five, so you, like, want to watch all of them. Um, Mindfulness was also, like, I think one of the last ones, too, and they talk about, like, meditation and stuff like that. But, yeah. and I, and I do, I have felt the physical benefits for years now because like I had mentioned earlier, I've always had a very sensitive stomach and throwing up after eating wasn't a rare occurrence for me. Obviously it was never like induced or on purpose, but I would just always feel sick after eating, especially eating out. Mexican food always made me feel sick. Um, I remember the last time I had like Mexican restaurant food was years ago with my ex-boyfriend and his family. I only had beans and rice because I knew it made me upset, my stomach upset, and I still threw up after. Mm -hmm. So making the switch wasn't hard in that regards, especially because I first started working at Mother's in like 2016. And at that time, Mother's Market, I worked in the deli and the the juice Mm -hmm. bar. They didn't have any meat. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even have the option. And I worked... 2 2 p.m. to 10. So I was just snacking on the deli food all day. Nice. Low-key, high-key. Not supposed to do that, but I did. Um, Sweet. I was definitely, like, the most fit I've ever been in my life, too, because after every shift, I'd go to the gym because I, like, slept. But I slept until, like, 11 a.m. anyway. Mm -hmm. Went to work from 2 to 10. Had all this energy to expel. Would go to the gym for, like, an hour, sometimes two hours at a time. Having all of these delicious things. I would always make myself a protein smoothie to take home with me to drink it after the gym. Nice. Um... So then after working at Mother's, you know, I like it got slowly introduced to me. And the only time I was having meat was like when my mom would make it when I was ever home for dinner, which was where because I worked that shift or if I was going to get pho because that was like the only time that I would, you know, have meat. And then um, I started working at where we met, Meads, 
Mead's Green Door Cafe, and they are also all vegetarian. Highly recommend. Um, so again, it wasn't even an option. So when I first started working there, I was having eggs and I was having cheese. And I remember one of our coworkers, Ryan was vegan mm. and he's like, Oh, you like your burrito with a little touch of cruelty. Don't you? And I was like, mm. all right. <laughs> Cause he was one of those people that was like, you know, like would say his opinions and would be like, I know. So I feel like they have their place sometimes and then they don't like there's sure. an interesting balance that needs to be made. Yeah. Continue. And I wasn't ever mad about it. Like I was always like, shut up, Ryan. But, um, it did make me think about it more and, And so then working there, you know, being around, I think at that time, almost everyone in the staff was probably vegan. Um, And a lot of people were, I think, were transitioning too. Exactly. Yeah. So if they weren't, they knew about it. If they, you know, if they, or they were vegetarian or whatever. Um, So I became more aware and then I just decided to stop eating meat. And I think that was like sometime in 2017. I think it was February, 2017. Beautiful. That's how it all began. Yep, it sure is. <laughs> um, and then this year, like I said, we, me and my boyfriend fully committed to like 100% vegan because we were eating sushi and we did really, really well um, up until like a couple months ago, especially being at like going to, to school. Um, we didn't have a lot of food there. So if I wasn't bringing my own food, there was only what was in the cupboard. And sometimes there was like granola bars with like eggs in it or sure. whatever. And so yeah. sometimes I just do it, you know, yeah. um, that wasn't up and that was, like, I'm not going to eat now. Yeah, or, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that was only um, a few times, but I I, I just, you know, it's just a I, was, I was doing really well and I kind of like, you know, just kind of like started slacking and um, it's not like it was an everyday occurrence or it was more than like once or twice a day, if that, but still, I just was really proud of myself for being like a hundred percent vegan and then whatever. But um, like you said, it's a journey and I shouldn't, you know, hold back on something. If I'm fucking hungry, I gotta eat, you know, mm-hmm. and if I don't have, I don't want to go buy stuff next door and like, you know, whatever. It's a, it's always a journey. Yeah, definitely. Always. Even if you've been vegan for nine, 10 years, it's mm-hmm. still always a journey. And sometimes you're going to accidentally eat something with yes. something in it. And yes. I just think that what matters is that you're still aligning your values and your morals with your actions. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes circumstances just arise and Mm -hmm. whatever but um how was your family when you first went vegan like were they Mm. questioning were they like like defensive well yeah uh no so i think that i understand the vegetarian but not the vegan like i understand you're not eating meat but not dairy that was kind of more the the pushback is like no one really made me feel bad for not eating meat it was like why aren't you eating the birthday cake and it's like Because I don't want to. (laughs) It's kind of, I think when you start getting pushed back, it's like like what you did up north, that you don't really need to necessarily engage. Mm -hmm. And then you can have them discover on their own. I mean, that's part of the reason maybe why Keith Keith took so long to, like, like, come to a vegetarian diet. It's like, you just, you just answer the questions that they want to answer and so yeah I didn't it's been so long too um yeah I don't recall getting a lot of flack from my family no and then fortunately at the time too I was um 2021 so I think yeah 20 yeah Uh and so I this was like a period in my life where I was starting to like make my own food and everything yeah so it only really like be and it no, yeah, everyone was really supportive, actually. So, like, when holidays came around, we always made sure that I had, like, my vegan dish and my little vegan... That's nice. Um, like, main dish and side dishes. Uh-huh. And then, 
Um, and yeah, my mom has been really accommodating to that. And then Keith's mom has been like, she found out that I was vegan and just started making things. Oh, that's She's so like, sweet. I saw this recipe, so I, said, <laughs> I just, so I decided to make it. And I was like, oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, my mom's the same way, thankfully. She gets really excited when she makes me vegan food and she gets really yeah, upset if I don't eat it. So <laughs> yeah, she's like, I went out of my way. But um, I love her to death. And my family has also been very understanding and very, you know, all the same. Just never really ever gave me a hard time. There was a few relatives here and there that would, like, joke around about it. But never anyone who was like, why don't you just eat this or just eat this or whatever. But um, I would say, like, a couple, three months ago maybe, I did have my uncle did ask me just, like, like genuinely just why. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, like, a condescending way of asking me. And I was like, because it's what I believe in and I'm choosing to live, you know, um, in, um, I'm choosing to coincide with my beliefs and my morals. And I morally think that eating animals is wrong. And he's like, okay, that's cool. There you go. Yeah. Cause he's like a really religious man. So I'm sure he can't argue against morals and beliefs, you know? Right. There you go. So it's funny that you're talking about your like, why? And when someone asks you, why are you vegan? And People are going to ask you that for a really yeah. long time. Yeah, and there's time so many things that I can say, but at the end of the day, it just comes right. down to what I believe in. I believe that no animal is any different or any less um, important than we are. Yeah, so, so I, I've broken it down to my. I do it for my health, I do it for animals, and I do it for the environment. And yeah. it, you can't really argue those three. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so then it's like, case closed. You want to ask me questions about it? We can talk about it more. But usually, sometimes when people ask why are you vegan? There's people who have like such a, a lot to unload and it's like, just, just be short and sweet. And then if they need to unpack it more, we can unpack it more. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's cool that your uncle was so receptive and kind of was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have, he was just genuinely curious. And, um, when he first asked me, I felt like a little bit of irritation, but in after the word, I was like, he was just wanted to know, like it wasn't, like like I said, it wasn't condescending or out of a place of anger or frustration from him. So I didn't need to be that way either. Right. However, I do have another uncle, mm-hmm. and he's a little bit different. Uh, he is obviously my cousin's dad, and my cousin was another person who went vegan before I. And she was a big inspiration for me as well. And um, he's the type of person that after eating something and finding out it's vegan will like turn his nose to it. Like she would go out of her way to make him something and then he'd be like, yeah, I was okay. And it just, it it always felt like it was like a personal thing. Yeah. It was really weird because like they couldn't bond over Mexican food anymore because that's like his favorite thing. And this man has had multiple heart attacks and I'm pretty sure he has like like, um, some kind of heart disease and in and out of the hospital, huge belly, very unhealthy. So it's like, you know, it's like if you're, I just can't see at that point in your life how you wouldn't want to turn your diet around to help yourself, even Mm -hmm. if it's not, you know, like I said, for the environment, for the animals, do it for your health, to be around longer, to watch your daughter get married. You know, he's like 61, maybe 62. And, you know, he's had like a rough past and involving some other things. And so he isn't the best in his health. And so it's like, at that point, wouldn't you think that like making a switch in some yeah. way or form, whether it's once like having a meatless Monday or not getting Mexican food every week or making yourself like a plant based meal once a week, you know, like mm-hmm. just to think that that person wouldn't want to go through that minimal effort. 
and just he'd rather just stay the same. One of the things that's pretty cool about nowadays is there's so many documentaries that you can run into about yeah. the vegan diet. And my mom kind of came into understanding veganism more. And I can't think of the name of the documentary, but it was basically this dude who was a larger person and went on this 30 day, I don't remember the amount of time, but just pure juice fast. Oh. And, you know, you. It sounds terrible at first, but then you get to this point where you just have so much energy and you're just thriving and you're dropping weight like crazy. Mm -hmm. And, and it's just a mat. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, this got my mom more into juicing and more into consuming produce. And I don't know how she even got to that documentary. Oh, actually one of, one of her friends was vegan. And so her friend was just recommending it. And it's just cool that there's, I hope it sucks that like, he has a daughter that can expose him to this lifestyle really easily. And and it sucks that she's like making an effort to have him consume it. And he's being so he's being that way. And then at that point, there's not much you can do. No, not at all. And And he's also the one that thinks that climate change isn't real. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. Um, You know what? There's no convincing some people. And so you just, you just let it go. Yeah. Exactly. If you want to go down that path and die before you're 75, fine. You know, yeah. whatever. It's sad, but it's the truth. Yeah. Some people are just so stuck in their ways that they're not willing to make a change for the better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, one document, documentary I did watch um, with some point in my veganism journey was What the Health. I like that one a lot. I just wrote that down. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I don't know. It's like, was it called What the Health? It wasn't called What the Health, okay. but that's cool. Yes. yes. That's a good one. And I think it's it's not uh, pushing a veganism diet at all whatsoever. It's just kind of exposing the food industry as a whole in right. the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that if that doesn't make you want to stop eating some of the shit that is put into our shelves on the grocery store, then I don't know what will because it's bad. Yeah. Everything has sugar in it. And like corn syrup and salt. and salt. It's just awful. And so you don't have to worry about that when you eat plants. Yeah. Like my dinner tonight was a stir fry with fresh veggies and like frozen edamame and broccoli mm-hmm. and rice. And nice. I'm, beautiful. Yummy. The only downside is that I'm still hungry. But. <laughs> well, that's the thing also when you're eating plants is you can just eat a ton of it yeah. and you're still. Yeah. Like, like the salad we used to make at Mead's were massive. I know. I've been doing that a lot, lady, a lot lately. I miss those, honestly. <laughs> a mixing bowl of salad. Yes, So please. good. I miss that. Um, I have. I'm going to have Alfredo tonight. So we soaked the cashews. We're going to make an Alfredo sauce. And then Ugh, I need to get on your level. Some, like spinach. Dude. Yeah, it's fun times. I that's like a whole nother episode. All if we talk about cooking, it's gonna be you talking the whole time because <laughs> I don't make shit for myself, and it's something that me and my boyfriend have talked about because it's costing us so much money to constantly eat out. But we're both so lazy, and it's it's probably one of the most challenging things that I've had to do. And we don't live on our own, so that makes it more difficult for some reason. And I, th- I know at the end of the day, it's all excuses. And yeah. that if I, wanted to, <laughs> if I wanted to do it, I would do it. Yeah. And it just goes to show that I just, I don't know, maybe yeah, I just don't You, care you will much. put the energy towards it at, one, at some point. I believe that you will. Because it, this is a new development for me. I think working at the cafe really got me interested in food. Like, I mean, I've... Because I've been vegan for so long, I've been cooking my own food for a really long time. I yeah. think that that gave me a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I worked at the cafe, I realized, like, it can it really, like, gave me a second wind for, like, 
giving people more information on how to eat vegan um, and like how to do it on your own. Uh, but also in the last couple of years, Keith and I have been meal planning. And so, and then also being diligent about going to the grocery store on the weekends and going to the farmer's market yeah. and stuff. So we've been just, you know, meal planning on, on the, at the end of the week for the next week and then buying all our groceries and then, and lately, because we've been trying to save money, we've been eating the same stuff over and over and over again. Um, we've been eating gigantic salads with uh, with grilled vegetables. So I really like grilled vegetable salads. I like mixing like raw vegetables with cooked vegetables. And actually, uh-huh. this last time we had <laughs> baked, sautéed, and raw vegetables all in one salad. <laughs> that sounds bomb. But yeah, it was super good. Um, we've been eating just a lot of pasta, like um, Alfredo or spaghetti and bowls that are like quinoa based with a bunch of vegetables Uh um and sometimes when we can't even like think of what we want to eat like basically we just need to throw a whole bunch of vegetables together and it'll it'll taste yeah add some beans add some rice and sriracha and you're good yeah and good and so yeah it's just a matter of like creating the different varieties and then just having experience doing it and then you're good to go but Yeah. yeah i can i think having that content as like a, a blog post would be kind of cool. Just yeah, to get that would be awesome. More just like some easy recipes, like lazy vegan recipes, my fave. Um, <laughs> it also doesn't help that I still don't have a job and that he works as much as he works and still doesn't make a lot and also goes to school. You know, yeah. we just don't really have like the time. And on Sundays, which is a day that I would love to do that, he works. For so, sure. And then we have D&D. So <laughs> <laughs> that goes to show our priorities. <laughs> But, but um, yeah, just noodles and vegetables and grains. Yeah, we and make stuff. like yeah. if we do cook, it's stew, pasta, stir fry. Those yeah. are like our three main dishes that mm-hmm. we cook for ourselves pretty regularly. Um, I'm trying to think of like a question that I had, but I can't remember right now. Um, do you have any questions for me, or do you have anything you would like to share? Um, I don't know. I'm. I guess just to reflect to like what we've all what we've been talking about this entire time it's like it's pretty cool that a lot of people are are doing this and interested in it Mm -hmm. um and yeah I think that it's always good to come at it come to it from a gentle place and then come to people at a gentle place Mm -hmm. um and definitely don't expect perfection Mm -hmm. because that's not going to happen um like you were saying like i have eaten meat in the last 10 years because people put them in in fucking burritos (laughs) 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 so when i think that i'm eating a tortilla i actually am eating chicken and it's already in my stomach so that's that you know so shit happens and then i'm not gonna get upset at myself i'm just never going back to that restaurant (laughs) so you just Mm -hmm. get it you know and then, you know, you're when you're also coming to veganism, it's just there's so much to learn. And um, and then, there, yeah, there you might get, like, negative feedback from people. But if it resonates with you, then you probably should do it. If it yeah. makes you feel good in your body and, you know, you're doing something good for the environment and the animals. Um, and, yeah, and even if you fuck up, you know that it's you're doing it with your best intention. Yeah, definitely. What I was going to say was that it's not as hard as people think mm. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes really easily. And just like anything else, like 
um, out of sight, out of mind. So if you don't actively go out and buy meat and you don't go out and actually eat meat at restaurants, it's not going to be hard to cut out. Mm -hmm. I think that meat was the easiest thing to cut out and I literally haven't had any since. Mm -hmm. Um, haven't even thought about it. Haven't missed it. Mm -hmm. Not even in the slightest. Um, I think that in this day and age, especially in Southern California, there's a lot of things to replace what you miss. And there's a lot of ways to make things taste similar to what you've had before. Nothing will be uh, the same as insert whatever because right. that doesn't exist a thing is a, a thing clone exactly yeah. like like the veggie <laughs> sausage is not going to be like sausage right it's just the closest thing to it that's a plant-based version which is why they call it veggie sausage you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so there's replacements there's um it's the most i think i think in 2019 probably the easiest to access at this point especially in california freaking fast food joints are popping up yeah, dude, like Beyond Meat is at, is at Del Taco. Mm -hmm. Is They just introduced a vegetarian um, menu at Taco Bell. What? Yeah. The black bean <laughs> crunch wrap supreme is fantastic. Um, it does still have the sour cream and cheese, so I just ask it without it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Carl's Jr. Uh, and Burger King, I believe, now all have mm -hmm. vegetarian options. Right. Um, so even if people think, which is... In Even my opinion, Ikea does now. <laughs> yeah, that says something. I think it's kind of a misconception to say that eating vegan is more expensive because it's not. It just depends on the type of vegan food you eat. Right. Um, so even if you can't afford it and you need to eat fast food, whether it's because you're out working till 12 a.m. or whatnot, there are options available. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, like I said earlier, doing your own research and beginning your own journey on, on your terms and in your own way will make it easier and more bearable. And I think that having a, a proper support system is very necessary too so join a community that you know won't judge you for what you do and find people to talk to and have um to give you advice when needed and stuff and i think that it's a really nice change to make and like i've said three times already if it's not for the environment and not for the animals do it for yourself because mm -hmm. the benefits will outweigh anything that you will ever miss and um it's just I don't know. It's a, it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. It's a totally. lifestyle change and it's for the better and it's permanent. It's not like I'm going to, oh, I think I'll be vegan for three years for, and then stop. You know, like some people just assume that one day I'm going to start like eating. Diet, like I'm going to yeah. reverse myself or something, right. you know. Um, and I think that it, it having a structured self-discipline is really good for future areas in your life that need work and that you need to... Um, that you want to better yourself in and I think it's a great place to start because food is medicine and the things that we eat directly correspond to our mental health our physiological health our physical health any kind of especially mental health too and um it's a, like I said, it's a lot easier than people think it is. It's not that hard. And I think that if you're interested, then take baby steps and um I can totally resonate with those people who can't give up cheese because I used to love cheese. Um, there are things that taste similar. Like at um, in Eugene, I had this bagel spread breakfast and it was uh, scrambled tofu, tomatoes, vegan cheese, nutritional yeast, um, and avocado. Mm. Oh my God. It was not only huge, but it was only $6 and it was fantastic. It Lovely. was like one of the best vegan breakfasts I've, breakfasts I've ever had in my life. Lovely. So, you know, there's options. It's available. And I think that um, it's important to not just yourself, but 
the, the, the world and the earth and the state that it's in. And even if it's just vegetarian or even if it's just for a 30-day challenge, just see how you feel mm-hmm. and then go from there. Definitely. I think that veganism has definitely opened a lot of pathways in my life where I, yeah, had c- come to mindfulness by working at a vegetarian place where I was surrounding myself with more people that were more mindful and even at that place I even became low waste where you're just constantly becoming changing your perspective and it was definitely a catalyst for that and like you were saying it's definitely is an affordable diet if you're just eating like the bare bones of what it is if you get dried rice if you get dried beans if you get or even you know, canned, like yeah. canned beans and stuff. Like all of the, all of the, like the basic like um, the ground things that you need is affordable things. Like buying meat and dairy is expensive, and then buying meat and dairy replacements can be expensive exactly. too. Exactly. Yeah. So you can just come at it from different angles. Yeah, you can go to a fast food joint, and you can also just you know throw a whole bunch of produce in a slow cooker, and then come back to it, and it's fresh and ready at your house. And yep. that's not you know, realistic for everybody, but like there's so many options yeah. nowadays and yeah, it's definitely a good for the earth. Yeah. And <laughs> believe it or not, you can get protein without eating meat. <gasps> I know it's crazy, but it's true. And me and my boyfriend do it all the time. <laughs> we so. are surviving. Yeah. Keith actually just got a blood test re- recently. He became, I think this is his second year being vegetarian. Um, oh my gosh. Maybe even longer. I don't even know. <laughs> I think it's the second year. And he just had a blood test and all of his his iron is in the right spot. And yep. my iron is in the right spot. Yep. And everyone is thriving. I actually <laughs> am not anemic anymore. There you go. I used to be, which is odd. Oh, well. I used to be anemic, but you, now I'm not anymore. Now you're eating your spinach. And I don't have sports-induced asthma anymore. There you go. So, and I, I don't know. have acne anymore. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just and my hair is growing great. <laughs> got good nails, good hair. <laughs> Me too. Good skin. <laughs> yeah. Can't go wrong there. So. so it's, it's just, it's a good time. Yeah. So join us if you want. And if you're a foodie, there's tons of like mm-hmm. vegan options for you and things to create with um, like egg replacer or without dairy and without eggs and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. there's just so many different options. And I think Meads is a perfect example of that because their pastries are fantastic. My mm-hmm. absolute favorite muffin in the world is their banana chocolate chip muffin. And I don't know if it's because Mary Kate makes them still or if it's just in general, it's but a, still they're I love that muffin so too. We good. We should share it sometimes. Oh, I, 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 I might have to get <laughs> my own, but that's yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I thought um, it could be romantic. Sorry. <laughs> romantic. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening, guys, and we will leave some links below um, on some people. Below, this isn't a video, but still, oh, we'll leave some links in whatever description is available, whatever platform you're listening on, um, about some things we mentioned or some possible, like maybe like blogs with recipes or whatever. Yeah, definitely, we'll definitely create resources for this because, and let us know if you guys have any questions for future episodes. This is definitely something that we're passionate about and have a lot of information to share. So, if you guys have any questions. Yeah, we have our um, Instagram links. So, yeah, that's the best way to contact. Find us on Planted and Growing on Facebook and Instagram. Yay. Yay. Bye. (laughs)